0: you <music> Good morning, happy Saturday, I'm Greg, and welcome to the Daily Bible Wrap-Up. It is Saturday, October 7th, 2023, and if it looks like I just ran three miles, it's because I just ran three miles, (laughs) so I'm glad that you're here with me. Um, Our current readings, or readings for today, the ones I'm going to go over, Proverbs 24, 15 through 22, Colossians 3 through 4, 1, Jeremiah 14 through 15. And I am following the YouVersion Bible app, the Bible in One Year 2023 with Nikki Gumble. This is what you can use to follow along with me. I'm doing the New Living Translation, NLT. I believe that's what it stands for. And uh, I had to read off of this actually today because I forgot to put in my notes what the readings were. So fortunately I had this. So we'll start out today with Proverbs 24, 15 through 22. Don't rejoice when your enemies fall. Don't be happy when they stumble, for the Lord will be displeased with you and will turn his anger away from you, them. Now, we should be concerned with our own faith walk and how we conduct our lives in time. Rejoicing at another stumble shows insecurity, vindictiveness, and really a disconnect from with God. I think it's best always to be at peace, to wish peace for our enemies and pray that they will escape darkness and see light. Just think about it for rejoicing when they stumble in darkness is expressing approval for the enemy who keeps them there. And do we really want to do that? New Testament, we pick up the story in Colossians 3, Paul says we are in a new life with Christ and are to quote from verse 2, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. Now, over the last few years in particular, I've meditated on this much, and I think now that I'm in a state where I more consistently, constantly, and intentionally live for the As Paul calls it, the realities of heaven. It helps with efforts to quote verse five to put death, to put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. One of those that Paul mentions is greed. He says, quote, don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater worshipping the things of this world. Remember I said yesterday that we'd get back on that idolatry thing? It's funny how the end of that reading yesterday and then reading this now today, that I expressed my concern about my business becoming an idol. I would have to say that probably that additional lesson has been received. I I have to, as I said yesterday, I have to Intentionally make sure that this doesn't become an idol. And that I remember that this business works because God gave me the stewardship of it for as long as I'm supposed to have it. Now, we're also not to swear. Paul calls it dirty language. I'm much improved there. I mean, I used to swear. A lot. It just seemed like the thing to do. Not only being a young man in college, but also in the military. It's no excuse, but I didn't. I didn't know better. But I do today. Bristle went in discussions. Another will routinely swear, inserting the f-bomb, for example, every few sentences, if not more frequently. Now, I, I don't get as bothered if it's somebody younger, but if it's someone my age, or even older, it's like, by now, haven't figured that out. I don't know. Well, I don't usually say anything. I'll, I'll stay silent and hope that perhaps my example of getting rid of dirty language might someday trigger a change in them, living by example. We are to clothe ourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, and most importantly, love. This from verses 12 through 13. We are representatives of the Lord Jesus, and we really must act as such all the time. It's not a nine-to-five job. Then Paul gives instructions for Christian households. He's repeating from before. We've talked about this with... Wives submitting to husbands, husbands loving wives, children obeying parents, and slaves obeying earthly masters. Now, again, the latter I translate when I read it through the lenses of the Holy Spirit, that for today, that refers to more of the boss-employee relationship. Verse 23, quote, work willingly and whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord and not the people. And really, we are. This is working for God. Now, Colossians 4 1 just continues this very short. Masters, which I consider, as I said, employers. Masters are to be just and fair to your slaves, which I consider employees. We also have to remember we all serve a master in heaven. Paul reminds us. Old Testament, we're in Jeremiah 14. It's a message concerning Judah's drought, so they're not receiving rain. All the wells are dry. Even the animals are suffering for the sins of man because the drought came about because of the sins of man. The Lord commands Jeremiah not to pray for these people as they have listened and followed false prophets. Jeremiah weeps and prays for Judah. Now, in Jeremiah 15, the Lord says, to emphasize his resolve, that, verse 1, quote, Even if Moses and Samuel stood before me pleading for those people, I wouldn't help them. That's a pretty solid statement right there. Because at this time, Moses and Samuel were the two heavy hitters. God's representatives. Don't know the best way to say it. The Lord will make his people an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth for the wicked things that Manasseh, I said I was glad I'd never have to pronounce that again, but uh, the son of Hezekiah did. Manasseh, Manasseh, say Manasseh, Manasseh. I'm not really sure which. You know, the, the YouVersion Bible app actually has an audio that you can play to get the correct pronunciations. And I used to actually use that when I was reading, but I found that I can read faster. And um, But sometimes I go back and I'll play just to pick up a pronunciation here and there. Anyway, verse six, quote, this is the Lord talk- talking. I am tired of giving you another chance, end quote. Now, like Jerusalem and Judah, which is whom the Lord's referring to here, We have second chances, but they're just not unlimited. The supply of them is not infinite. Jeremiah prays then for himself, and the Lord says that he'll rescue and protect Jeremiah as long as Jeremiah returns to and continues to serve the Lord. Interesting word there, returns to, which implies a falling away from, which perhaps the Lord saw a bit of rebellion in Jeremiah, when Jeremiah continued to pray for the people. That's it for today. hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and that your weekend is going well. We'll pick it up tomorrow. Until then, I pray for you. Walk by the Spirit.